It's time to light up a cigar and talk about business and cars. Are you ready to get the insider edge and pick up a few ideas that you can incorporate into your business today? Your host, Brandon Green, has 25 plus years in the automotive industry with 10 plus years owning his own business. Together with a diverse lineup of guests from all industries, he's asking the right questions to get you the answers you seek. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Business Cards Cigars. And I think we're going to have a really good one for you this week. This week, I got my man, Mr. James Smith. He's been on a couple times, but we're going to hit a, hit a little, some topics going to hit a little more close to home this week. So um, that said, James, how you doing, buddy? Good. Glad to be back, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Getting over, uh, you know, this little learn how to walk thing. <laughs> it's amazing sometimes the shit you take for granted, right? You've got a new sales guy, right? Yes, I got well two this year. Um, just recently uh, hired a second one the past couple of weeks. Last one, uh, Josh, we hired in uh, January. At, or was it December? Anyway, right around the beginning of the year. And then we hired a, a second one. Um, kind of replaced uh, Ryan that we had lost for up here. But he's also going to be helping me with social media and stuff like that. He's done a lot of events, car shows, things like that. Put on a lot of stuff around here which i guess technically was on the show last week we were talking about events and marketing some different ideas for that so when sean came on i've been actually talking to sean for shit probably five six years now i mean been a friend of ours and whatever for years and been to shows with him and all sorts of stuff um but it finally it it just worked out where it was the right time for both of us and so we jumped out and made it happen and we're already seeing a difference of because I'm horrible about remembering. You're very good at you getting those videos up, doing that, taking that. I just I don't know what it is. It just doesn't. But he's he's excellent at it as well. So he made sure that shit's done. And you know we're of course learning on it, seeing what what works best. But it yeah we're getting it done. So yeah, I've noticed uh, more content coming from your social media. Yeah, and we're just going to be stepping that up. We decided we're going to do an event, um, kind of just a little car meet type thing. Uh, here at our north location in Westport, we're doing that next Thursday, from seven to nine, because that's one of the things he used to do. So we literally put it out last night, and we got—I don't know—it may turn into <laughs> way more than we bargained for. But we—I mean, we already got food trucks coming. We got all sorts of stuff. People just jumping on, like, "Hey, uh, what? What about this? What about that?" So yeah, I mean, we kind of wanted to test the waters here this uh, the end of summer and into fall a little bit, and then kind of. Next spring, we're going to really set up a whole schedule of doing something and making something happen for that as well. So, But he's really good at doing that stuff, which I'm not, which is uh, uh, goes back to some of the things of hiring and whatever. If you've got somebody that's really good at the stuff you're not, I can get them. Get them on board. Put them work. Right. So, I mean, I look at my job right now is, you know, because I have my tax and my sales guy and everyone's in place and I don't have to be functioning in the sales or, or install role. My job, I look at is I, I got to drive traffic to keep these guys busy. Yep. So that's where I use social media. I mean, social media, it's an hour move. You're not going to post a video and people can block it to you. But we see the power of people that post consistently over time. Absolutely. Mark from Car Radio Fab, Dean and Fernando from Five Star, Carlos from MBS. I mean, there's power there. And you're getting massive reach and you're becoming the expert and people want your business. So that's where I'm trying to drive my business into that same route. So that's why it's important for me to get up there and, and make those posts. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. So the other part, and I guess I'm going to touch base, like, because we talked about not being in your business right. as an employee. So what are you supposed to do? Uh, and this is like, we're, everyone's different and it's going to be different levels. But yeah, what I've learned is the more time I spend, obviously, marketing, it helps bring in customers, keep my guys busy, which keeps them happy, but also investing time into my employees. Yes. So that they feel cared for and appreciated. And there's going to be more loyalty to you for a better team and work environment overall. Those are the two most important things that I try to focus on right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, let's face it. I know if I didn't feel like the boss gave two shits about me when I was working somewhere, it's like, why do I care if I'm here or not? What am I here for? A paycheck? I can get that at fucking McDonald's. I mean, let's be honest. So there's got to be something more to it. And people don't leave. Normally don't leave because, oh, it's a bad job or something like that. They leave because there's shitty people around and things like that. So as long as you're with your team and, I mean, not necessarily like in their everyday type thing, like what we're talking about, but making sure everybody, again, back to that core values, everybody thinks the same, everybody has the same kind of mentality, wants to do a good job and make make everything better than everybody that gets them work together to, to make that happen because they're all on the same page there. Right. That's definitely a core value thing. You know, so the problem is, is you may be, you may not, you may care about your employees, but because you're too busy being an employee, you can't show that you care. So they feel like you don't care. Yes. Absolutely. And that's why it's important to be able to step out so you can dedicate that one-on-one time. I mean, it's the same thing with your family and your wife. You know, so obviously with my wife, we used to do date nights where one night a week, no work, no school when she was when she was in school, no cell phones, and it was just us. And we could sit on the couch do nothing, we could go out and do something, we could watch a movie. But it was that dedicated time so that we could reconnect and feel appreciated and loved and whatever else. And you need to do that with your employees. You know, they're your family. They're here with you 40 plus hours a week. And some employees are motivated by money, a lot of employees are motivated by attaboys and feeling appreciated. Yep. And Absolutely. I learned that, I guess the hard way, because I tell you, most money motivates everybody. Wrong. Yeah, I know it people, doesn't. I mean, I guess money always plays a role, but some people, they want the pat on the butt, and that that motivates them more than money. Yeah. I mean, I had one guy, he, he'd appreciate earning a, a day off or some, something like that. He He could care less about the money or- you know, even a good job or whatever, but that's what he getting is some time for himself or with family or whatever. That was what was important to him. People yeah. have different ways of that, that they, they want rewarded put it that way. So how do you find out what that employee's, let's call it love language is? Uh-huh. You sit down and spend time with them. Exactly. And if you're selling the customers or opening their dashboard, you can't do that. Exactly. You know, those are the, you know, I sit down with my employees so we started, obviously I haven't actually honestly done it in three months, things have been a little crazy, yep. but we tried to sit down at least once a month and we talk about the job, expectations, what do they need from me? Because I looked at my job is to make their job the best I can. Yep. So what do they need from me? What are expectations? What are, whatever. And we also talk about personal life. What are your, what are your goals? What would you like to accomplish? How can I help you accomplish that? 
and the reciprocity from that can be monstrous. Yeah, and it, it's it's not like I gotta say one thing with that, uh, and I do the same thing. You know, we've talked about this before, but you gotta be doing it for the right reasons as well. You gotta actually give a shit. I mean, it's like same with clients. You know, you gotta actually give a shit, not just say you do and go through the motions. Because let's face it, people see right through that shit. I mean, right. when you when you you really care, it's like you want to see them do better, and so you take that time to spend the time with them to see what you can do to help them out, keep keep things moving forward. No, you're right. I, I mean, I'm naturally a caring person. So yeah, I am like that. But there is that secondary motive of the better my employee does, even in his personal life, the better he's going to do in the workplace. Yes. Because if someone's having a shitty life, I don't care if you check whatever at the door, it trickles. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? So if they're having a good life and you can help them have that better life, it's there is no checking in at the door. You can bring it right in, and it's even greater. So yeah, and it, uh, it's, the way I feel about it, it, it's it's an obligation. I mean, you're spending that much time with the person. You're literally buying their time by paying them. It's kind of your obligation to do the best you can to help them out as much as you can as well. Because it, and it, like you were saying, the reciprocity of it's great, but it's over the long term. It's it just makes every everybody better and even just beyond the business. I mean, um, somebody's not being an asshole. They're not going to be an asshole driving down the road or in the or in the grocery store or whatever. I mean, it, it kind of trickles down everywhere. I personally feel that that's one of the best things I've ever started doing was investing into my importance. Yeah. You know, and, and I got to do it more. I'm definitely far from perfect about it and I need to do it more, but it's uh, at a coach. I mean, I feel sometimes my job is a coach for my employees. I'm coaching them in their career, in their personal life. I'm checking in. We do uh, challenges here as well. And I know sometimes when we do these challenges, I see the, the best results of my employees. It's crazy. And one other thing that we do, actually we're doing it this Saturday, is we try to once a quarter do a little get together and do a store meeting. So this Saturday, they're all coming over to my house. I'm actually making tacos. We're going to do a SWOT analysis. And a SWOT analysis it's kind of another topic. So for people who don't know what it is, SWOT analysis is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So we're going to sit down, four pieces of paper, and we're going to figure out what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are, opportunities, and threats. And this gives the employees, and, and you got to dig deep, right? It can't be surface level shit. This gives the employees a chance to voice their opinion in the business and be part of the decision-making in the business for the next quarter. I, I just started, but we do this every quarter. And uh, where they feel as though they're part of the decision-making and part of the process, they feel more like it's more at home, so to speak. And another good point to that, we do weekly meetings and things like that. And I try to do at least uh, every quarter we do meetings as well. Been doing that for, I don't know, a year or two now. But another good point to that is when somebody's part of that and that, that decision to hey, we need to do this, It then they own it. They were a part of this making this decision. So they own that decision as well, as opposed to, oh, James just told me to do this. So eh, whatever, if it works, it works. If it don't, it don't, whatever. No, they own it. So now in order to do the best they can, they're going to put in a lot more effort, in my opinion. This is kind of what I've seen in the past. They're going to make it work because they were the ones who said it would work. <laughs> you know, they're going to they're gonna put a lot more into it. In, in my opinion. Right. Is this partially their idea? Yeah. 
So here's a, here's a good example. Our last one we came up with, you know, there was sometimes people didn't completely check their feelings at the door. We actually never executed this. We're going to have to revisit it. But we talked about making a, a pin that if someone comes in and they're in a bad mood, we present them the pin and they got to wear it that day. And the pin says, I need a hug. We're out of stickers. <laughs> that's that's so awesome. It's a lighthearted way to basically say, you're being grumpy, light it up. If you, if you walked up to someone and say, hey, man, why, why are you being so grumpy today? How are they going to react? They're going to get defensive about it. But if you give them a pin that says, I need a hug, and you make them wear a pin that says, I need a hug because we're out of Snickers, they laugh. Yeah. So that was one of the things we came up with last time because talking about one of our weaknesses was obviously people not 100% checking their feelings at the door. Yeah. You know, so that was also an opportunity for us to improve because when you have that one employee that comes in in that negative mindset, that trickles through the store. People will walk on glass. They don't want to be around the person. They're afraid to approach them. So the communication gets hindered. Even clients or anything else can pick up that vibe in the store. I mean, right. Literally. I mean, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, as a business owner too, you better super be aware of that. So yes. again, this is this is another topic, so I'm, I'm just going to brief on it unless you want to get into it. But I have learned that I do a very specific morning routine every morning that helps put me in a good mood. So when I walk through that door, I'm in a better mood. Obviously, I'm not perfect, but in a much better mood because I did this routine because that trickles. So if I walk in and I'm grumpy and I stand office or I snap or whatever it is to my employee, I now pass that mood to him a little bit. And no matter how good he is at hiding it, it's got to trickle to the customer. Yes. Right? So it trickles right down all the way to your customers affecting your final products, whether it's the sale, the install, whatever it is. Yeah. And, and let's face it, customer ain't going to buy from somebody if they're not feeling happy about it. They don't feel good about it. People buy people buy on emotion. So you got to make them feel good about it. So you got to be in a good mood to do that. And that's where that people have that negative team member we were talking about before, and they're afraid to cut ties. But that's where that negative team member is causing more damage than you realize, because those are almost like silent damage that they're causing. Oh, yes. That makes Absolutely. Because you don't directly see it. It's not like a direct fuck up. But because they pissed off this person, they pissed off this person, he didn't get that sale. And the customers walked out because they didn't have a good experience or a good vibe. You know, maybe they had a good experience, but they didn't have a good vibe. Yeah. Because the person wasn't his normal, cheerful self. He was just a little off because someone else was grumpy and you just blew your four or $5,000 sale, whatever it is. Yep, exactly. So that grumpy person trickled through the store. Yep. And that happens way more often than people think. Right. Especially in our industry, but I'm sure in, in all industries. I believe the business owner carries the most weight when it comes to that. Yes. And I, I've been working, I've been working really hard on that. I've, I've had a lot of time to sit on my ass and think. <laughs> so uh, that's definitely one thing I have caught myself doing is I'll come in and seen this happen or that happen or whatever. I'll come in and start bitching at them or something like that. I'm like, even today, I got uh, a lot of different things hitting me and different things happening. And I literally text Crystal. I'm like, you know what? I got to I gotta watch how I react to things because that's the part I can control. It's how I react. I can't control what somebody else does. But I still need to make sure I react the way I need to. And, you know, I show the guys that, hey, shit happens, but we're going to take care of it and move forward. It'll be fine. Right. And, and on top of that, because that's 100% similar 
but nitpicking, right? So I had a problem with this for a while where the guys weren't doing everything. And I kind of focused on what they weren't doing and I hounded them and it made them feel unappreciated. They were unhappy, right? It, it wasn't a good environment because I'm like, hey, why isn't this stuff? Hey, why isn't this stuff? Hey, why isn't this stuff? Instead of saying, thank you for doing this, right? And the more you thank someone for doing other things, the more likely they're going to do the things that you want them to do, they're not doing because they want to make you happy because you're making them feel happy. Yes. So it's also picking your battles. So there's a few things that like my sales guy doesn't do that drive me crazy. And I bring it up to him, but I bring it up to him in an appropriate manner, maybe in a review, like, hey, you know, don't forget, I'm also looking to have these things done. But I stopped coming in daily saying, well, why isn't this done? Why isn't this done? And I try to now compliment my employees each two to three times a day. I try to be very mindful of that, to compliment them, to make them feel appreciated because many times we forget that they're doing exactly what we want and they're doing a good job and they want that recognition. Yes. They want to feel good. I agree 100%. That seems like a, that seems like a good way to wrap this one up. I mean, that's a, kind of what we talked about, you know, uh, getting everything in a place where your employees can handle everything, but also taking care of them, making sure they'll, they will, you know, will and do it, do it the way you want it done. That all kind of just ties together really well. Yeah. It's just my situation because I have that good relationship with my employees. They really, obviously, I mean, anyone's going to care about such a tragedy like that, but they wanted to do everything in their power to return that to me and allow me to do what I needed to do. Right. And I will say, I'm going to actually do a little shout out to our industry. I can't believe the support I got from our industry. We have a small industry and we have some great people in it. Yeah. I had people offer to come work. Competitors, I mean, obviously not local, but their competitors in the industry offer to come work at my shop so I could take care of my life and stay at. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, that is not an awesome 12 volt community. Yes, it is. And, I've seen that happen several times over the years, and it's always amazing to see all all the guys and gals, I should say, um, when something like this happens to somebody we we love and respect like we do you, um, we want to do what we can to make that burden as light as possible, so to speak, you know, because most of us have not dealt with that. We have no way of doing uh, anything else, but that's one thing we can do if needed, that we can make, make shit happen. Yeah. I don't want us to deal with that, to be honest. It was, uh, still is, you know, pretty shitty. But yeah, I, I'm a pretty strong person and uh, I think I'm doing pretty good handling it well. But I know you got a lot of friends, but you can always, I'm always here for you too, brother. No, you know I know. And I think sometimes people, I've had a few messages where they're like, I'm, ins- I'm in- I've inspired them. And I think sometimes I, I look a little stronger than I am. I mean, I know I'm a strong person, but it's, uh, Oh, that's a lot to deal with. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, holy shit. So, but at least I had the business that ran itself because I did the work and I was able to take care of myself and focus on myself. Yes. Okay. That was the world of this podcast. So if you're not doing the work, the step out of your business. And let me tell you guys, and everybody can do it. I don't care who you are. You can do it. It might take extra hours in your day temporarily, but those extra hours now will save you hours in the future. Promise. Yes. Or days or weeks or months in the future. Yes. Yeah. I saved me six weeks. And and I'm going out of I'm going on two and a half week vacation soon. I'm uh 
Leaving September 13th, well, September 13th, I got to go to New Hampshire to bring my dogs to my mom. September 14th, I'm getting on a cruise ship for two weeks. They're supposed to be with my wife and I, so that's going to be a tough one, but I think it's going to be good. I go out, no internet, I went by myself because obviously right now being by myself is tough. So it's kind of my, my bandit off situation. Growing a little bit. Yeah. So I go out to sea for two weeks. I'm not getting the internet. I'm going to be out there isolated for two weeks. And then when I come back, I come back on a Thursday, Friday morning, I'm leaving on a motorcycle trip for three days. Then I come back from a motorcycle trip. I go to back to New Hampshire to get my dogs. So that was going to be like uh, 19 days in a row. Wow. So, and I could do that. Yeah. Because you do the work. Right. So that's where you should end. So if you're not doing the work, get on it now. Do the work. Right. Uh, Brandon and I could help you if you ever had questions. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, we're always a work in progress ourselves, but uh, we can definitely help you get started. We've we've been through that journey already and still working on ours. I want to... That's what I was getting ready to ask. I want you to uh, throw out some of this stuff and where people can find you and all that. Um, definitely talk about you know full throttle and all that. All right. Well, actually, I was going somewhere else. But we'll okay. Talk about it. So, a uh, full throttle foundations is basically what I've decided to start as a business to help people achieve what I've achieved. Right. Because I know that it's really hard as a let's say hobbyist that started their own business to know where to start, or if you know where to start, know what to do. Or if you know where to start and you know what to do, hold your ass accountable. Yes. So I have Full Throttle Foundations, and that's what we're designed to do. I got a whole program I walk you through, and I hold you accountable. On top of that, I'm actually building a training course. So if you think you can hold yourself accountable, my training course, I'm hoping before I leave on this cruise, it should be started, and you can uh, you know, get to the training course. You can find me at therealjamespsmith.com or fullthrottlefoundations.com. Eventually, Full Throttle Foundations will be from The Real James P. Smith. I just never done that. Yet. Right on. So, but thanks. All right. Awesome. Well, um, I know a couple of that was uh, a little tough to talk and get through, buddy, but I appreciate you coming on here and getting through it and um, helping some other people out. I know that's kind of the goal with what you're focused on right now. So, I really appreciate it's, it. Uh, I think it's a monster learning experience. As unfortunate as it is, there's a monster story slash learning experience behind it that I feel I'm responsible to help get out to other people so that they can prepare for the same thing. Because it'd be a tragedy if something like this happened to you. And because of your business situation, you lost the business too. Yeah. And you could get a double win. That would be awful. So if I could stop one person from doing that, I will. Awesome. I love it. All right, we're going to get off here, and we will see you all next week. Uh, thanks again. Please remember to like and share the show. Leave us a five-star review if you got uh, got some value out of this or whatever. Please uh, let everybody know. Thank you again, James. We will uh, be talking to you soon, brother. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you for tuning into the Business Cars and Cigars podcast. Make sure to share this with someone you know that can benefit from this content. Remember to support this show by rating, reviewing, and subscribing.